space where all the stars shine. Some hold greatness close, keeping out the cold, while others act as a lighthouse, telling stories untold. This is our responsibility as beings of all kinds, to search, to embrace, to ride the waves and find all of our stars. This is Star Trek Base. With Joshua's Lieutenant Canton, Kevin, Lieutenant Commander Kelvick, and Tracy as Captain Vigrel. This episode, the officers are back in the Talona to evaluate the situation and come up with a plan. Okay, so we'll start with you guys walking off the shuttlecraft. Where it, like it's starting right after the ending of last time. Uh, Lieutenant Thethelis will walk you down the halls, and he'll bring you up the speed on how everything is, and he'll say. The Coalition's put out a bunch of anti-subspace communication relay pods, Technobabble. They've distributed them around the region, so we can't really communicate, but we can't anyway, but I'll get to that. Drones are patrolling the area, but Vet believes there's only a few manned Coalition vessels. While he's saying this, you guys will actually, one of you will actually turn towards one of the turbo lifts, and he'll stop you, and he'll say turbo lifts above sea deck are inoperative. We also don't have a main bridge anymore. And then he'll lead you down the hallways. To the battle bridge? Yeah, boy. <laughs> he'll say, nothing long-range works. Communications are destroyed, which doesn't really matter since the people here don't use normal communications anyway. Long-range sensors are inoperable. Short-range barely work. Teleporters are offline. Main shuttle bay is destroyed. And our top cruising speed is warp 5. Mechanically, you guys will know those are a lot of consequences and some negative aspects. You guys are going down some hallways, and he'll say, other than that, Captain, she is yours, he'll say, as it opens up to the battle bridge with everyone at the station, Ensign Gran at helm, Lieutenant Ralphie at science, Lieutenant Commander Bill Williams is in the captain's seat, but he steps aside, and Ensign Black is manning the engineering station, and she'll run up and hug Canton, and she'll say, we're so happy that you're alive. What are you guys going to do? Watch as Canton passionately kisses her gives her in and like full on like. <laughs> actually I'm I'm kind of taken aback by the affection yeah, you'll see everybody is very happy well you'll actually give me empathy rolls empathy that would wow. be a uh, six Vigro has a six yep Kelvic four wow Canton wow <laughs> The Vulcan's going to know more. Um, that's still positive, actually. Unless my, uh, my my negative four from the stunt applies, I've got a plus one total. So you get a plus one or a minus four or a minus three. Three, yes. Okay, Canton, it's confusing. It smells a little weird in here. Maybe like perspiration. You know, it looks. everybody looks tired. You can tell she's... Happy to see you. Mainly, you know, like, it's good that our officers survived and everybody. That's all you got from that. Uh, uh, Kelvec, you'll see. From a hug? That's all he got from, like, being a break? Because he, he has a negative three to see if people are interested in him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, he, 
You can tell it's a little bit against regulations, but it's just the exuberance of the, all the officers surviving. Maybe you just happened to be the one that was sitting so close, standing so close to her when you walked in. That's, that must be what it was. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> Kelvac, uh, you'll even notice, you know, everybody is happy to see you elated. If, if not a little bit tired, especially uh, Billy Williams. And of course, you can tell that the Ensign Black is excited mostly to see Canton, even if he can't tell. Vigrel, you get the same thing. You get a six, um, and this is actually good. You can tell everybody is excited but tired to see you, especially uh, Gran. Uh, and you can tell that with a six, Ralphie is happy to see everybody. Well, not happy is not the right word. She's relieved to see everybody, but she's not happy. Mm. She's still, um, there. you know, there's been some troubles in the past with her and people, but she, she is relieved everybody's here, but she's more professional and reserved. So the battle bridge is yours. You see off the view screen, the ship that Jarlin was in is still there. What are you guys going to do? Assume our posts. Just walk in like a boss. I, I am relieved to see all of you and I have to commend you of, for keeping together i'm sure last few weeks were not easy or however long it's been yeah it's been it's been weeks and weeks like a month or two i think they look tired yeah the the people that were at your stations they're the unpaid extras that will graciously just move and as you guys come in they'll just disappear we did return beagle to uh command right not Technically, but yes, it's just kind of. I, I think I think we handled it basically like, like they always do on the show. Is it just kind of happens and no one really questions it? It's like whenever the thing is resolved, it's like the captain just takes back over and everybody's fine with it. <laughs> Mechanically, he still has an aspect that I can tag for free if I want to or invoke for free. Uh-huh. But you know, you guys have just you're assuming back in command. He seems fine. Speaking of that, um, Malloy is not great. Just you know. He went with Bones McKenzie, and they went back to help him while uh, Zelda is with you guys, and she's going to start talking with Gran about engineering. You see them walk off to the side while Vigro gives a little speech. If you guys don't have anything planned right now, give me experience rolls. That's just your, um, yeah, your, it's just an experience. Like mine's a two. So my total is a three. Nice. Kelvex is a three because you're lieutenant commander. Yeah. And then Vigros is a five. So So I have four. Four. Oh, nice. So three, four, four. Yeah. Okay. This is kind of a a role to see from your experience, which you can tell from the situation, you know, your ideas. Uh, Let's see. You guys for three, any particular aspect of the story that you would each individually be interested in in the story like uh the people the places the things strategy those kind of things well as far as strategy goes i know that given um you know about a 24-hour time period um we can get you know of all of the problems we have with the ship we could probably get two (laughs) of the systems up to near full capacity um, yeah, that's funny. No, 
Is there a mechanical reason why we can't? Uh, yes. For, I mean, the actual game mechanics? There's, well, there's one you could do. Well, okay, if you're, yeah, so are you wondering about the mechanics of the ship? Yes. Okay, cool. Let me get back to that. As, as far as the, um, you know, as far as the aspects go, we should be able to get rid of two of them. We can. We can change it for something. Because two, two of the aspects are main shuttle bay destroyed, and the other one is top cruising speed of warp five. Hey, no, not back up. Consequences are... Oh, I thought that, like... I I'm, I'm guess I'm not talking consequences. I'm talking negative aspects. But those are the only two negative aspects on it? The other ones are consequences. Right. Okay. And the, the main shuttle bay being destroyed was an aspect that was put on top of it from the from the aspect that was already put on it by Vigril when he destroyed the door during that story. Okay. With the negative thingamajig. So, okay, I, uh, I think I understand now. So, I guess basically at this point what I'm curious about because you know, we do have options yeah yeah you do they're going to they're going to cost the ship uh, from a mechanical point of view they're probably going to cost the ship so it's going to be very important to decide soon are we you know hiding are we fleeing or are we fighting uh, because those three options basically the one we choose we're going to ruin the chances for the other two and when it comes down to it, we need to know. No room for negotiations. Um, <laughs> I, I guess I would consider that a social fight. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm talking out of character game mechanics. My character is probably just wondering, you know, if his bed's still intact. Well, you guys can try to negotiate with the coalition. It's gone great. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we tried that already, though? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we have an option that that could go very well. It always is not. But I don't think as Starfleet officers, we would actually do that. We trade this person away. So. Okay, so we'll we'll think about the ship. We'll get to that. And then basically you guys, I'll give you basically what the aspects from the scene or the world is with this information. And then you guys like in story could, you know. You make sure the bridge is okay, and then you could call like a heads of departments meeting and have a discussion about what you're going to do. Does that make sense? Oh, goodness. Is, is the ready room still intact? Oh, yeah. There's a ready room right next to this place. Sweet. Good thing the battle bridge comes with a ready room. It's not the fancy, cushy ready room. Right, it's right, the right. Not... very Spartan, utilitarian yes. ready room. The captain's the... laboratory. Yeah. Nice. Uh, what about you two guys? I've got Canton for the ship, which we'll get more into. What would your character be? I'd like to check on uh, crew uh, manifests. Like, take stock of who's still around today and their conditions. Okay. Cool. What about you, Vigro? I guess I, I'm curious. What have they been doing, like, on the Talona 2? Have they been, like, having skirmishes and escaping, or have they just been hiding somewhere? And surviving. Okay, cool. We'll go actually in reverse order. That's actually yeah. We'll go history, crew, and then overall the ship at the end. Uh, Tethelis, since he was acting captain, but he's going back down to you know communications officer. Even though there's really no communication happening, but once you sit down in your captain's chair, 
Kelvec goes to the security station and Canton takes his position next to the captain. I'm assuming it's here at the battle bridge, too. It'll say, uh, after you were taken, we engaged in combat with the three drones. We managed to take one of them out. The other one, the other two lowered our shields. They took advantage of the damaged shuttle bay. Destroyed that. We lost most of our shuttle craft. Uh, we also lost a lot of, uh, we lost a lot of good people, but Instant Grand is a literal lifesaver. She got us out, took advantage of the planets. We we eventually destroyed another one of the drones and lost the other, the third one. But other than that, we have been searching for you and your people. Thankfully, Jarvet was very helpful in getting us contacts with people and laying low. It took us a couple weeks to find out you guys were still alive. So that was our mission to find you guys. And hopefully it wasn't a coalition trick. We've learned a lot. It's a good thing our communications were down, or otherwise they would have contacted us and taken over the the whole ship with whatever kind of mind-controlling thing they do. Before we could even try to get subspace message out to Federation, they put out these beacons that just disrupt all of the subspace communications. If you try to destroy one, those drones will come in. So... It's a problem we've happened to face, so we just tried to lay down low. I think that that's pretty much what it is. They've been running and hiding and searching, not engaging. As for crew compliment, compliment—that's the word I was trying to find, figure out. They, we did lose some people. The was it Jartor? Out of game. I'm still not sure if he's alive or not. That's kind of up to you guys. He was the pirate captain that you had saved and then he tried to kill himself so he wouldn't go to the coalition not uh we'll, we'll leave that open for now but he's he's the kind of the reason we got captured wasn't it because we told them about him no that was jarvet they wanted jarvet oh okay actually he was kind of the reason you got captured but uh yeah so the other jar yeah his i'm okay with him being dead <laughs> Well, I thought we had turned over other people to the coalition. The civilians and the other members of uh, the pirate... Well, no, the pirate crew tried to fight you guys. Some of them went, but you kept Jarvet and Jartor. Mainly because Jartor was injured and Jarvet did not want to go. But everybody else went to the coalition. And now they're probably on some horrible secret planet. And now we kind of feel bad about that. <laughs> I mean, it's just... They did try to take over the ship, to be fair. <laughs> but yeah, you uh, there's some people were lost. No one on the bridge was. There were probably a couple red shirts, of course. Is there anyone in particular you're interested about? I don't know about those red shirts. So they just like this poor, nameless people. We're just gonna. I don't care no, about no. that at all. <laughs> no, you do. That's great. <laughs> In, in, in that, like, you know, we run out of them, there's less fodder in between us and the cannons. You know, with a crew complement, you've got about 80 people. They lost about, depends on what you guys are willing, willing to spend. Fate points. For how much? For what? <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're weighing how many lives are worth a fate point. Is Krivlicarticus dead? Yeah, somebody's going to have to get a, a funeral speech. 
better get his name right. Send somebody out in a missile body. Oh, yeah. And a torpedo body. Torpedo tube. Yeah. Sweet. Torpedo so, they're, actually, yeah, there were. Do we have a bagpipes player? You can always have a bagpipes player. Actually, I'm pretty sure you do because. Did someone pay a fate point to make a bag? We've pipes. We've got several people that can play a variety of instruments in our crew. Yeah, because of the musical marauders. Mm-hmm. I know somebody plays the flute. I think Canton plays drums. Yep, if I remember correctly. That I do. Mechanically speaking, there were a lot of positive aspects on the ship already, so that helped you it not get destroyed and prevented it from losing a bunch of stuff. So you didn't lose as much as many people as you thought you would. You still got your security force. You know, you've got a small security force that could be used for boarding another vessel, a smaller vessel, to take over some a vessel or invade like a small town or something. Uh, medical people are still around. You know, I'm talking like a like a original Enterprise beam down party or two worth of. You know, you see they beam down with two parties, like eight people. You uh, Kelvet could have a, a like a semi a group like that. Um, some engineers were lost. Cardicus was sadly lost, but less people than you would expect. But you can. Um, oh no! Oh no! No no! Is there anything else you want to know about the crew? Because I want to give you more for a four. Any relationships started? <laughs> <laughs> Do you ask that of Tithelus? I don't know that why I would care about that. Yeah. Well, actually, with people on the mind, oh. you know. Uh, if you're just assessing people as, you know, either information or assist, what am I looking for? Allies. Like, who you could use as allies. You know, you there's a lot of people in the ship. You've still got, actually, you would know this more than all. The Fontians still owe the Federation some favors that they promised. Those are the people where you lost your leg. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say, where are they? You know, um... The musical marauders are happy to help you guys. Jarlin has already said that she would help you. Vet, you know, just from what they told you, you can tell he's already helping. You know, let's see for the ship. Okay. Just from your your Vulcan calculations, you know that that probe that was sent was probably nearing the Fontian space at this point. And, the, and before it gets to the musical marauder people. The probe that we sent for help? No, the probe the coalition sent. For communication purposes. But you're pretty... And for Actually, no, this is great for your four. You know that if they did send one, it would be near the Fontian space. And most likely, like all their other tech they like to use, they would use it to try to control people like they did the populace of that planet or the people that were in the... Kelvec and Malloy and Zelda, how they went into that room. And then you remember how you mind melted with uh, Kelvec, not Kelvec, Vigrel? Yeah, Vigrel's the one that went into the room. And we know, we know how to counter that now, but they don't because they've not countered it before. Countering it, maybe. Like, it would take a – you've subdued it, but it still left like a scar on them a little bit. But, you know, if they oh, – I'm talking about, you know, countering the initial attack. Yeah. But you know that if they sent this probe to talk with the Federation, it's it's not going to be, hey, how are you guys? We're going to be in communications. It's going to be, you know, we now control your vessel, blah, 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 kind of thing. But you know that probe is nearing. Do we suspect that they might be, like, 
playing to use that probe to mind control people where it ends up? Yes, we suspect that. For yeah, for Kelvex Four, since he's interested in people, I, he put it because actually he's interested in people, and he actually did a mind melt on you and actually touched the thing that tried to touch you. Yeah, all right. So he knows. Yeah, he knows that it's not like a mechanical thing. It was like a living entity that talks through the QComs, basically. And for Canton, your ship stuff. Yeah, you know, um, you could spend time repairing the ship. Like, you could fix the shuttle bay. There's no shuttlecraft in it anymore, sadly. You could fix it. You could also fix the ship. The hard, the, con- the other consequences would be harder to do. And some of them, you, like, you just can't because you're not in space dock. Like, communications is it's a serious consequence. It's literally... And also, for all these consequences and aspects, there's fate points on the ship, just so you guys know. So you have five fate points on the ship, and you guys can put more now if you want to. But, you know, like, communications are literally destroyed. You can't fix that. You still have the shuttle... You still have the shuttlecraft communications, but that's about it. But you, you can work on the... Sh- the one we just came back on. Yes, the one you just came back on. So you can fix the... You can set to work on fixing the warp core, get it to, like, normal speed. Do we know where their the Coalition homeworld is, where they were taking us? No, not at this point. That's something you can probably try to work out at this meeting. Basically, like, this check is just kind of, like, put the ideas that have been floating in your head around into, like, something to work with. Your ex- What experience has taught you. Gotcha. For the ship, you know you can fix things, but it's going to take time. Oh, I'm going to get back to Kelvex in just a second. I forgot to tell you something else about the crew, Kelvex. For the crew, um, you know Malloy. He could probably be great insight into the Coalition, but you know he's really damaged right now, and that may actually break him. But you know it's an asset that you could use. You mean mind-melding with him? No, just just anything. Like if you just push him, like he could have some information oh. on what they like, what they tried to put into him. But if you mind melded with him, it could like hurt him a lot worse. Or it could stabilize him. You could try, but yeah, you're still invading his mind. Anyway, it's it's options if you want to get more information. It could hurt him. It could help. Who knows? He's in that kind of precipice. We could ask Malloy and Zelda what they think we should do, and then do the opposite. <laughs> Zelda is. You're not really saying that she has – she's not really acting as negatively affected. Like, un, like unlike Malloy, who's just trying to ignore it, she's accepted it. But, you know, it's like, yeah, they, they tried to mess with me. I know what they did. She could give you some information. But, you know, she's Starfleet. And her people are known for being, you know, mentally grounded anyway. Uh, Kelvec, you can – you know that there's still some lingering negativity from the Ralphie. Still – She's she still doubts Captain Vigrel and yeah and she is not she's more she's kind of angry right now she's still she's still not very happy with you we may figure out why Tethelus will tell you about the QComs basically it's quantum entanglement that allows them instantaneous communications we can't have it on this ship because it requires the two particles to be joined and then separated so other Plaxor ships can have it but we can't. Basically, they all communicate with the central hub instantaneously instead of each other. So that one ship can communicate to another one instantaneous, but it has to go back to the central hub. Whose central hub? The Coalition central hub. 
So we, they would be able to tell us where that central hub is. I uh, don't know about that. That's what Tethelis would say. Are we going to have to ender wigan them? <laughs> Using an Ansible and the... What was that? I forgot the kind of bomb. Uh, little Doctor. Yeah, Little Doctor. Nice. But anyway, these are just the ideas that you guys get just on the bridge thinking in the first few minutes. You've taken like the last eight weeks, ten weeks, whatever it is, and put together what, what Tethelis told you. And this is what you kind of, this is what information you have. What would you guys like to do? I'm assuming call a meeting or to plan your attack, retreat or hiding, as Canton said. Oh, we're supposed to attack, are we? You could, the attack could be just to get home. I think calling a meeting is a good idea. Yes, yes, let's do that. Which, in, since, are, do we have internal communications? Yeah, yeah, you have internal communications. Don't you see all the cans on the on the bulkheads? <laughs> Nice. Who all do you want at this meeting? I mean, we probably need who was in charge beforehand. Uh, We need Bones. We need um, our resident pirate. The three of us. Do we really need anyone else? (laughs) You're so mean. I'm talking about for the meeting. Of course everyone is important. (laughs) So who do you bring in, Captain? Um, yeah, I'll go with the three of us, Bones McKenzie. Uh, it was Tethelis, right? Yes, Tethelis was in in command. Uh, Jarvat. Little Malloy? No. Oh, no. if you want to, well, I mean, yes. Malloy, I think, needs to Bones rest. Bones would suggest rest. And, uh. and probably supervised, well, you know, for, for mental health purposes, of course. So Vigral, Canton, Tethelis, Bones, Vet, Kelvec, and Ralphie. Super productive meeting time. Take it away, El Capitan. Well, we are here together and um, in clearly a difficult and quite frankly desperate situation. I'm curious to hear your suggestions on so our options. Um, clearly, we can try to make our way out of here into Federation space back to the Federation, though that route is by no means guaranteed, and we definitely know what is going on here. There's bad stuff going on out here. We could try to make a difference out here rather than just thinking of ourselves. I'm curious what each of you thinks. Uh, Captain, I believe we could do both with one action. If we were to destroy or neutralize their central hub for communications, we would be able to make an, a very large impact on the region, this region of space, as well as neutralize their probes uh, and their ship's ability to track us. It would also be the last thing they would expect us to do. I think that is a very good suggestion, Commander. That's a very good point. And I, for one, like the idea of trying to disrupt things here. Anyone else have thoughts? Bones is going to say, just for me dealing with you guys that dealt with whatever it is, communication thing, we have Malloy's in bad shape. I mean, it's, it's it's not a pleasant thing. I mean, is it our responsibility to do it? 
I don't know. Should we? Probably. I mean, it's that's why I'm not in command because I don't have to answer those questions. But I know whatever they do to people is not nice. Well, one thing I would say is I don't think it's something we can do alone because if you look at this ship, we are not in fighting shape. <laughs> I we'd have difficult a difficult time dealing with one drone, let alone multiple ones. Well, we're not talking about dealing with the drones. We're talking about dealing with the central hub. But I assume they have some protection from the central hub. Protected by, yeah. So we need a... This would involve some sort of... Some measure of stealth and reconnaissance. The majority of their defenses for the central hub are probably the mind control uh, abilities. It's going to most likely be the strongest there at that location. I'm sure there's extra measures that would be there or could be called as well. But if we're looking at a simple infiltration or even a strike team drop-off, then you know, we should still be capable of doing that uh, in the state our ship is in. Kelvec will know at least that torpedoes, phasers, shields, they all work. I mean, those are all in great shape. Maneuvering stuff, like... Basically, somebody had their priorities, right? Yeah. To help you guys, to help the ship survive, it's in as good a shape as it can be. So we can basically do everything except talk to other people and take shuttles. Kind and teleport, and like, yeah, like take a lot of more hits once the shields are down. Yeah, like mechanically, they can like any ship can use these aspects and consequences against you. So you are weaker, but you don't have any like negative aspects on attacking. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Tethelis was more tactically in mind and just saved. And pl- he assumed, you know, since he was in command and they couldn't communicate that well anyway, so just, you know, redirect all the extra damage over to communications. Two birds, one stone. As long as the ship survived. And give power to Grant so she could fly. Uh, I guess he'll say that, you know. I don't know if everybody agrees with my commanding ability, but I got us to survive and so we can make more decisions. I think it was an excellent decision, and I commend you for it. Is anybody going to ask Vet something? Nope. <laughs> nice. He, him and Grant, him and Ralphie are just waiting. I'm just going to say, Jarvet, uh, you know this part of space better than any of us in the political situation here. What do you think? We've never even gotten close to figuring out where a central hub is we have we have no idea even when even civilians well there is like a like a home there's like a home system and like a home planet but we've we've always believed that that's not where this central it just doesn't make sense tactically to have your home base at the most populous place so we don't we don't know where this home system is that you guys are looking for we may can find it, but we we don't know where to start right now. I'm sure we could recruit some people to help, but it would probably require some stealth, distraction, a lot of tactical prowess, maybe some sacrifice, most likely some sacrifice. And I th- think, we, yeah, we would definitely need help with our strike. For one thing, we've got Jarlin. I don't know, Jarvet, if you have any allies that would be... Well, you met my last ally, and he wasn't that helpful, so... It all depends on them personally. Maybe he has some. 
they've they've done a good job of making sure us rebels, pirates, def- def- defectors, whatever you want to call us, never could really form a cohesive unit. Keeping us, you know, fighting each other is a good way from keeping us from fighting them. I think it's time to change that. That's a perfect time for Ralphie to speak up. Uh, she's going to say, uh, Captain, there's not a lot of science I can do. We can try. There's got to be some way we can detect where this central location is. I mean, maybe maybe something with the QCOMs can help us find it. Maybe something with the drone can, like, maybe capture a drone can help lead us to that place. Maybe even capture that ship or people from that ship that kidnapped you. But either way, is it... She's going to stop. Actually, let me roll real quick. No, she's not going to stop. So <laughs> she's going to say, even with that, is it is it worth us losing more people for this? Captain, you were gone. We lost a lot of people. And then she's going to she's going to stop and pull herself back. She Lieutenant, I, I respect your opinion and I appreciate your input. And quite frankly, I'd feared that we'd lost everyone. I do not in any way relish the idea of losing more, but nothing is guaranteed here. Even if we were to make a run for Federation space, I'm not sure of our chances of making it there. And even if we get clear of the coalition, who knows, you know, what, what else we might encounter between here and there. If, if we meet them again, we can't treat them the same. All of you, she's going to stop. You can tell that she wants to say more, but she's she's going to stop. Lieutenant, this is not the time to hold your tongue. If you've got something to say, say it. Nice. And that's why we have a Telluride captain. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You and everyone else left this ship and people died. You left us unprepared to deal with this. You went in blindly, and people died. We can't do that again. How, how do you expect the crew to follow this if we've been searching for two, two and a half months, and, it, and it's gotten us nothing? That's not even a provoke attack. She's just venting. Actually, you know what? It will be a provoke attack because she doesn't want – Yeah, actually, you know what? She doesn't want to go to this fight. Oh, come on. Well, what do you say to that? I, I would just say, Lieutenant, I deeply regret that the situation the ship was left in and that I wasn't here to help you through that difficult time. And there's nothing I would like more than to go back home and to the comforts of Federation space. But... From what I've seen out here, I can't in good conscience leave these people, and I can't in good conscience leave the opportunity open for the coalition to spread this into Federation space. That sounded very disciplined of you. So, yeah, she's she's got a a one. I got a five. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even going to spend anything to fix that. Can I have Canton respond to that? In what way? To help his attack or 
No. <laughs> to help her? Not so much help her, maybe help her idea. I, I just want to clarify something about what he said out loud. Uh, well, for that five, she's going to be quiet. Okay. She's like she's not so much angry at you. She's just angry at the situation and angry that people died and impotent anger. But go ahead, Canton. I know that the crew has suffered a lot, and clearly uh, those of us that were gone aboard and dealt with all the rind, uh, all the mind raping and such, also <laughs> suffered a great. Do you deal. actually say that? Yes. I mean, you know, I have learned in my time and space that you know nothing about this whole thing is cushy. Um, despite my best efforts. But you, the, the one thing you said, Captain, is that you, know, you can't in good conscience allow this to continue. And having seen at least most of what uh, you know, we've seen, uh, you know, we're talking now about you know, not only bringing our own crew into danger, which they've committed to as members of this crew, but also, you know, pulling allies in some in this area that, you know, probably be willing because it is their fight. Others that just owe us favors that may die. Um, clearly, I'm not questioning you here because I, I don't have the roles or skill levels to do that. But <laughs> <coughs> I, I just um, I, I want to know, you know, you talk about, you know, good conscious you can't do this you know you you sounds like you've got your mind made up um you know bringing other people into it and you know committing us to this final act um you know in good conscience and all is this you know as the captain what you really feel is the best course of action honestly i'm not sure and that's why we're having this meeting ralphie's gonna speak up and say May I add something, Captain? By all means. Like Canton said, everyone who is in Starfleet did sign up, and we know death is on the line. I was angry about that happening, but I know it's something we signed up for. If this is something we want to do, it's my reservations aren't about people dying. It's about I was angry about how unprepared we were when this happened. If this is something we do, I want us to be prepared. And I don't I don't speak for the crew. I don't speak for most of the crew, probably. Who knows? I probably only speak for myself, but if they at least know we're not going at this like we did before or blind, if if they at least know that we, you know, are prepared, I I think they'll be happy cuz a lot of them are angry, not so much at you or they're angry at this situation. They're angry at the deaths, they're angry. We're supposed to be science. I mean, maybe I'm a little biased because I'm the science officer, but the Talunder 2 is supposed to be exploration, understanding, and peacekeeping of space outside of known Federation territory. Now, I don't know if we've done any of that. That's all. Bones is just watching, and so's Vet. That's a very reasonable point, and clearly we have not been as prepared as we needed to be in the past, and that rests on me and if we do this we 
we won't go into it full hardy. One would hope not. <laughs> like, when have we done that before? <laughs> <laughs> All the times. <laughs> Actually, in my experience, that works very well for us. So maybe we should just rush in and improvise. Bonsai! <laughs> Well, you know, we make out a very carefully laid out plan. We go in, it falls apart, we improvise, and it works. So, is it possible then to trace the signals to a source? Or because they're instantaneous, even though we have access to vessels that have the communication, is that not possible? I'm asking the science officer. She uh, She's going to say, unlike... Our normal communications, either with radio wave, microwave, subspace, those are signals. This QCOMS is not a signal. It's just a, a particle that is intertwined with another particle somewhere else, and it acts just like the other particle. When I move this particle left, the particle could be 10 feet away from me or a, a kajillion million miles. It also moves left. There's nothing on our plane that connects them to that we can measure unlike unlike the waves that you're talking about where we could actually see where they originate from the strength we could triangulate those normal things now is this something that we could possibly send damaging feedback through we're back to our klingon opera theory (laughs) maybe but they could probably turn it off that could still be helpful if they have to shut down their communications. Could, you could cut the other side. Now, if we get a hold of a particle, maybe there, like if we get a hold of a drone ship or we get a hold of something else, maybe we can track it that way. But we can't just like track it by picking up signals in space. Well, the people aren't going to know anything. Are the drone ships going to? What about drone ships? That will say. The people don't seem to have any idea where the central hub is. So do the drones. We've never captured one. They they have a they have a nice way of if there's anything left, it gets disintegrated, blows itself up. Never tried to capture one, though. What about tracking one? We 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 can track them like any other vessel. We can tell when they're coming in system. Maybe Put some kind of tracer on it. I don't know what you guys are capable of, honestly. Yeah, I, I think our first step here is to find out, to collect information, find out what we're up against, and find out if this is within the realm of possibility. I can contact my people, but the way our our communication system works is you send out a communication, it goes out. It's not really instantaneous at all. You basically you send out a message saying, hey, I want to meet you here in a few days at this position and then you go there and you hope the person shows up so at this point in time since it's going to take us some time to communicate not only with our local allies but our distant allies because our communications are out uh, we should probably set up a meeting of the minds between our allies and in the meantime catch a drone so when the meeting does occur we have information to make a more valid decision? I think that sounds like a good idea. So you can try to capture one? Kelvec, are you feeling up to capturing a drone? Let's do this.
Thank you for listening to episode 55 of our continuing Star Trek Fate Adventures. If you'd like to check out other episodes, you can do that at burneverythinggaming.podbean.com. We're also on the iTunes and the Stitcher and the Pod Bay and wherever you can find podcasts. We also have Adventures in Dresden Files, Secret of Nim, Jewel Heist, One Shots. We have game reviews. We have monthly tabletop things. We got, we got lots of things. Just check us out there. Let give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Good things, bad things, all the things. You can do that at gaming at gmail.com or Facebook or Twitter. Whatever you would like to tell us, we'd like to know. If you'd like to help support us and get better equipment so you can actually hear us better. Or if you would like to tell us what you'd like our next one shot to be. There's lots of options you can do. If you just join our Patreon, you can Google find us in the links, whatever. Either way, hope you keep enjoying. <laughs>